I'm here today on the Loop Podcast with uh, Joey Gase, a NASCAR driver for Rick Rick Ware Racing. Uh, Joey, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Joey, uh, for those that don't know uh, out there, tell us your 2021 uh, plans and what you're planning on doing uh, this year. Yeah, um, we I got a whole a whole bunch of different things uh, going on this year, um, which two of them will be uh, announcing here uh, shortly, hopefully. But um, the first one being um, I'll be racing uh, for Rick Ware Racing um, in the NASCAR Cup Series this year, um, starting with the Daytona 500. Uh, well, I know that the Daytona 500, you know, is is the Super Bowl of racing, I guess you could say. Um, so how excited are you to, to get to go race in the Daytona 500? Uh, I'm super excited. You know, this will be, uh, this will be the third Daytona 500, um, I'll be in. And, um, you know, the, the first, <clears throat> the first one I did, you know, is, is one that I'll, I'll never forget, you know, the, the whole, there, there's nothing that can quite explain, I guess, the whole Daytona 500 and, and speed weeks and, uh, you know, just everything leading up to it. It's such a, it's such a cool event, you know, all the people there, all the media leading up to it and just the atmosphere and, and the vibe and, you know, just how many people, you know, are, are watching. And, uh, it's just such a cool, fun, um, speed weeks. And uh, obviously this year, unfortunately, the, the amount of people there will be a, a little different than, uh, than years past because of, uh, of COVID, but, um, they're still going to have a really good crowd there. And, you know, it's, uh, it's the race that, you know, race fan or not that, uh, that everybody watches. And it's, you know, a race that, uh, you know, most, most kids are that are, are NASCAR fans. I always dream of racing. it. Would you say Daytona is your favorite track to race at? Uh, it's, it's definitely up there. Um, for sure. You know, it's, uh, I, I enjoy the super speedway racing, um, for, for multiple reasons, um, you know, one being that it's it's a big equalizer normally for for the small teams, and it it gives everyone a fighting chance, which is uh, which is great. Um, you know, uh, and I I also really enjoy the the flat short tracks like uh, Phoenix and, and Richmond and, and Iowa and uh, and Martinsville. I'd say between those tracks and, and the two super speedways are definitely by far my my favorite. There for people, you know that that aren't racers, you know, just fans of racing. How can you explain racing at a super speedway, a track like Daytona, Talladega? Is it scary? Is it fun? Uh, a little bit of both? Uh, just yeah. <laughs> what's going through your mind when you're racing at a super speedway? Yeah, I would definitely say uh, all of those things. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's something that's uh, definitely a lot of fun, but definitely nerve-wracking and, and scary and and you got to be on your game the the entire time for you know multiple reasons if you're not you know you're you're literally half inch away from the guy next to next to you and you're you're three and four wide and if you or anyone else makes make a mistake unfortunately probably um the majority of everyone's you know gonna be gonna be wrecking and uh, you know it's it's uh it's a crazy feeling when you're up in the middle of it and you know you got to be there but you're you know you're <laughs> you're just hoping you're at the right place at, at the right time and you know the, the reason why super speedway racing is 
the way it is, is, you know, because of the restricted plate and the horsepower that we have um, when we go to those tracks and that it's, it's so banked and they're so wide and they're, they're so big that um, we can pretty much be wide open the, the entire time. So because of that, no one can get away from one another because of the, the air resistance. And it, it, you know, it requires everybody to, uh, to draft off of one another, which makes the pack racing um, that you see. Is there anything that you can do uh, besides, you know, practicing at the track that'll prepare you for somewhere like Daytona? Is the sim racing help? Uh, do you do different things like that leading up to the Daytona 500? Uh, the, sim, the sim racing definitely does help. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the other thing that uh, I definitely do that uh, I think does help a lot is is watch film and and tape of uh, past races and you try to obviously watch the ones that uh, have the current uh, package that uh, the type of cars that you'll be racing. Um, but uh, all of that definitely helps. And, and, you know, seeing the type of car, I guess you would say in an engine package that, that you'll be taking there as well, you know, seeing, um, trying to see which lines work the best for, for the car and which ones move the best and, you know, how the race normally plays out and, and uh, when the big ones normally happen and in which lines maybe miss the wrecks um, the best, you know, normally being in, in a smaller team, your car doesn't normally have the pure speed that the top cars have. And, and um, a lot of times because of that, you can't, um, you're not able to run the bottom as well as those guys are. Um, it, it doesn't keep your momentum up as much. So a lot of times, um, you know, I have to run the more so the high side to the middle lane. Um, in order to be able to keep, to keep that momentum going where um, maybe those those top teams can can run the bottom. Uh, well, we see every year, you mentioned the big one, uh, at Daytona, and it, it'll happen at Talladega too. Um, so would you say, you know, Daytona is one of those tracks that it doesn't really matter how good your car is. It doesn't matter how much horsepower you have. If you're a high-end team, a low-end team, uh, just missing the big one seems like it, catapults you into the at least the top 20 um so uh you know do you do you try to you know do things to avoid the big one because you know it's happening or do you just try to you know i know it's different being in the car than a fan's perspective watching at home um but do you do you try to make an effort to you know get to the front to avoid the big wreck uh or do you try to stay in the back and and just try to avoid the big wreck when it happens yeah, you know, you can go either way on, on all that stuff. And, you know, the I would say the Xfinity, I've never done a truck super speedily race, but um, Xfinity is definitely a little bit easier normally than it is on a cup side to uh, to try to stay back um, because, you know, you're you're most likely not going to go a lap down because the stages are short enough um, until the final stage. Um, on the cup side, you don't have that luxury of doing that. You have to... Um, you have to kind of go, go, go the whole time, or, I mean, at least um, stay close enough to a pack to be able to get a draft or you'll go multiple laps down because it's, the races are so much, so much longer. So it's such a much harder cat and mouse game um, than try to, to miss the big ones and all the wrecks, but then also to be sucked up enough to where you don't go a lap down. So it's, um, definitely a very hard game to do and, and you know you're seeing more and more now the wrecks happening up in the front of the field too and you know normally it's it's pretty hard for us to stay up there that 
that whole time. So it's, you know, in a perfect world, you're, you're, you're half straight away, the course straight away back from the big pack. And you got a small group of guys that are able to keep enough speed up uh, and hang on to the back of it until, you know, five to go. Um, that's, that's in a perfect world, but uh, it's normally pretty hard to make that happen. Right. Uh, this is my last Daytona question, then I'll move on to something else. Uh, but I've always uh, wondered the answer to this question. Uh, what all does it take to get your body physically prepared to race a race like Daytona? Um, you know, I hear people talk about it on TV when you're watching the broadcast that, that you have to train and hydrate and all this stuff or you will be you know, physically worn out after the race. So what do you do to prepare for the Daytona 500 physically? Yeah, you know, I, I go to a trainer uh, multiple multiple times throughout the week to, uh, and that's his only thing he trains is is race car drivers. So you, you do a lot of different stuff in the gym and, and cardio and, and also things to keep your your eyes and your your mental and um, also your reflex try to be on game as well. Um, and you know, honestly, Daytona physically isn't as hard as your, on your body as um, a track like Bristol would be or or short track, but you're, you're so tense the whole time. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, relax. So your body gets physically tired from that, but, um, also you get, you can get very fatigued, um, from the heat um, of the car. You know, it's normally anywhere from 20 to the 30 degrees, uh, hotter in the car than it is outside or, or more. So, you know, if it's, it's 80 degrees down there. If we're down there in the summer and it's in the mid nineties, you know, you're, you're in the one thirties in the car. Um, so the, the, definitely the other really big thing you have to do is, is hydrate. Um, you know, cause you, you, you can seriously lose up to 10 pounds of, of water weight. And, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest things you have to do. And, and, but honestly, the thing that you get the most tired and fatigue from, um, at racing at Daytona is, is mentally, um, you know, just cause it's, it's such a longer race and you, you're, you're half inch away from everybody the entire time. And, and, you know, you're, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, just trying to figure out what's going to happen next and how to keep yourself in the game. Well, uh, you know, we've talked about you, uh, being in the NASCAR cup series, uh, monster energy series now. Um, what about your career? up to the cup series uh you know you mentioned you raced in the xfinity series you did not race in truck series so uh you know when did you really decide that you wanted to become a nascar driver and what were the steps that you took to become a nascar driver uh you know i wanted to be a uh, a nascar driver pretty much my entire life and and ever since i i can remember my dad raced before i did but just at the local um, short track level back in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at Hawkeye Downs. And, you know, ever, ever since I can remember, I've, I've loved racing and, and couldn't wait to go to, um, the racetrack to watch, watch my dad race and, uh, to help him out in the shop. And, uh, I started racing go or driving go-karts in the yard when I was four years old and, and started to race uh, go-karts competitively when, when I was eight. And, uh, when I turned 14, I started to race my dad's old uh, open wheel modified and then um age 15 started to race late models and when i was 16 i was the youngest ever to win the, the track championship at her home track in, in the late mall division and uh, everything kind of took off from there um but uh, you know you you, you got to stay focused and you got to be 100 committed to to make it and uh, you know the other big aspect of it is is 
is sponsorship unless you're you're in a family that has the money to uh, do it out of their own pocket and and unfortunately I'm not <laughs> in one of those yeah. families but um but uh, you know we we've been fortunate enough for the most part to be able to find the funding um that it takes to to go do this and there there's no one right way of uh, of doing it but uh, my dad and I have been uh, very dedicated on, on finding sponsors and and trying to do the best we can to uh keep those sponsors happy. Uh, so, you know, I don't know the answer to this question. I know a lot of people listening won't know the answer uh, is, you know, you depending on if you're able to race in the cup series, depending on if, if you can find specific sponsorships for yourself. Yeah. You know, that, that is not all of it, but it is definitely a big part of it. Um, you know, the, the teams, unfortunately, most of them don't have the funds to to run the Cup Series purely on themselves, or they don't have enough of their own sponsors to to do that. So that requires, you know, us as drivers being able to find those funds to be able to come do it. Would you say it's uh, a lot more challenging on a lower end team finding sponsorships, uh, you know, to be able to go race? Uh, you know, I would say it's probably just as challenging on or it's probably definitely more so challenging on a smaller team um but it's you know i'd say challenging on 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 every level of it and uh, you know the smaller teams we we don't need as much sponsorship as the big teams to go to go race but obviously if we want to compete at the level that the big teams are it costs just as much money and you know unfortunately that's the biggest thing that sets uh, all the different teams apart is that sponsorship dollar that they bring in well, uh, I've became a fan of Rick Ware, Rick Ware Racing uh, over the past year, and your car that you raced, uh, the golden red throwback scheme, uh, I think it was the Buddy Baker scheme? Yeah, yep, the, the Agri, yeah, when we had Agri Supply on the car uh, this past year at Darlington. Yes, yes, that, whenever I was watching that race, uh, that, your car really stuck out to me, uh, and it was, it was really cool to see, you know, I love throwback weekend. Um, and it was really cool to see, you know, an older scheme like that. I really love schemes like that. So uh, that was really cool. And, you know, that's that's whenever uh, whenever I saw your scheme, I said that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start following Joey Gates. That that car is really cool. You know, and that, I feel like that's the way a lot of NASCAR fans are. They see a car that they like uh, and start following that driver um, more often. But um, so what would you say your goals are uh, for 2021? um with rig wear racing well first off thanks thanks so much for for saying that and uh, you know it was uh i really thought that scheme was, was really cool as well and uh, you know i gotta thank agri supply and, and carolina cooker for for making that that scheme happen and uh, and you know we we've had a lot of compliments um of that but you know our our goal for 2021 is obviously do better than uh, like, you know, every team is to do better than what they did the year before. Um, and, and Rick's doing a lot of different things this year that really tried to, to step up our program. And, um, you know, the first, first goal going into Daytona is to be, um, to beat the best finish that uh, I've, I've gotten there, which in my two other Daytona 500 starts, I finished uh, 23rd both times. So uh, those are, you know, good days, but um, I definitely like to do, um, do better than that. Again, the, get in the top 15. Um, if, if we could do that, I would be uh, absolutely thrilled um, to be able to do that. And, 
you know, other than that, um, if we can get in the top 30 on a weekly basis this year on, on all the other, other, other tracks, that would be a really good. Well, 23rd at, at the Daytona 500 is not bad at all. I would not consider that uh, a bad day uh, by any means with as challenging as that track is. Um, what is it like racing against other legends, you know, like Jimmy Johnson, who just, who just retired, uh, and, you know, Kyle Busch, and people like that who will go into the Hall of Fame one day. What's what's it like racing, you know, against those guys week in and week out? Uh, you know, at first it's it's you know kind of mind boggling that you are you're there and that you're racing against them. But uh, uh, now that I've done it long enough, you know, they're just another competitor, and um, obviously you res- you respect them a lot for everything they've done. But uh, you know, now they're 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 competition, and uh, you know you you just want to go out there and beat them just like they're anybody else well joey i don't want to take up too much of your time i know that you're preparing for the daytona 500 uh we wish you the best of luck in the daytona 500 and the rest of the 2021 season um and where can where can our listeners find you uh on social media and online yeah everyone can uh, can find us at joeygaceracing.com and or at joeygaceracing on uh, on instagram facebook and and Twitter and encourage everyone to give us a follow and, uh, and see what Joey Geese racing is all about. And uh, just, you know, also have to really thank uh, Rick Ware and, and Lisa for the opportunity this year. And then also all of our partners for, for making it possible, um, which is, you know, page construction, donate life and eternal fan and, and so many others out there. Well, Joey, thank you for taking the time to join me today and we wish you the best of luck this season. All right. Well, thank you so much.